0: The Los Angeles Lakers are a freaking mess right now And the New Orleans Pelicans are smiling Let's break down why the drama in LA is good for New Orleans In today's episode of Locked On Pelicans, let's go You are Locked On Pelicans Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network Your team every day Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday. And yeah, we're going to laugh at the Los Angeles Lakers a little bit here because they're in a bad spot. And there's been a couple of things that have come out recently that have been reported, Don't make you feel good about that. And that's only good for the New Orleans Pelicans, and I'll explain why, and we're going to get into some contract talk in today's show. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team, whether it was Summer League, which we wrapped up yesterday, the future draft picks they're owed by the Los Angeles Lakers, and why you should be rooting hard against that team. Soon it's going to be season previews. There's never an ending. It's a never ending thing to talk about here. We're going to be covering it all Monday through Friday, completely free only show bringing you this kind of content here so subscribe wherever you get your podcast tell a friend about the show and of course leave a five-star review with a comment wherever you get your podcast and leave a comment down below on YouTube how hard are you rooting against the Lakers coming up so they're you know they're in LA right drama is kind of what goes on with with stuff out there you know, and these Lakers are almost like a, a terrible, bad soap opera drama right now with everything that's going on. They were bad last year. You know, this was a team that was bad last year, 33 and 49. They were 11th in the Western Conference. That's a team with LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. And they traded for Westbrook, thinking he was really kind of the missing piece to right the ship after they had won a title a couple years ago, then just weren't as good the next year, and then thought maybe Russell Westbrook was the answer. Well, it turns out, dude wasn't the answer. They were 23rd on offense, 21st on defense in terms of their rankings. They were bad. That eighth pick that New Orleans got where they took Dyson Daniels, well, that was the Lakers pick coming over from that Anthony Davis trade. That's how bad this team was. And... They're not in really any position to improve. You know, they're, and it all kind of starts around Russell Westbrook, right? They have a couple of future assets that they could deal, but not very many. They don't really have any cap space. There's no free agents they can really go out and sign that are going to make a difference there. So they're very limited in how they try and build their team. And it seems like they want to go the addition by subtraction route, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook was not great for them last year, doesn't play much defense at all, and just doesn't really fit, it seems like, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But they can't get rid of him. And so it seems more and more like they're going to have to kind of massage him back into this team in some capacity, and that doesn't feel like it's going to work. Their new head coach, Darvin Ham has talked a lot about how Wes, Russell Westbrook's a starter, how he can try reinventing himself and all of those things and be a guy that kind of fits with that team. But that ain't Westbrook. That's not how he's going to act, right? He plays one way and one way only. And I think we can safely say at this point in 2022, going into the 2022-2023 season, that that does not translate to winning basketball anymore. Maybe it once did, and it definitely did. You know, he's a Hall of Fame level player, former MVP of the league, but not the same type of player as he once was. And he's having trouble accepting that. And to a degree, I empathize with him on that. But at the same point, I'm laughing because this Lakers team you know, I'll get into that part in a second here. You know, he doesn't seem like he will change and that's a big deal. And he recently fired his agent, Thad Fouché, his longtime agent. And then Fouché, in a move you almost never see, puts out like, I don't want to call it a rebuke of Russell Westbrook, but he puts out a statement that basically is like, yeah, More or less it's saying I tried to get Russell Westbrook to change and to kind of accept a different role on the Lakers and what's best for him and all of that. And he won't do it. And when I tried to push back against it, he decided to fire me. And that's why Thad Fouché, New Orleans Ties, by the way, is no longer Westbrook's agent. That's not great, right? If you're a Laker fan, if you're looking at this Lakers team and thinking they're going to turn it around for him to fire his agent because his agent is like, no, he needs to make it work on this team and kind of accept a different role. Maybe coming off the bench, maybe, you know, a different kind of uh, whatever it might be role uh, out there on the court. Maybe they need him to be better defensively and drive less and not be the offensive player that he once was. And he doesn't seem like he's willing to do that. So if he's going to come back, well, do we expect the Lakers to be better or worse? next season. I do think they're going to be better than people think, right? This is still a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That can get you far. That won them a title in 2020 in the bubble season, and I do think that's a very legitimate title. I'm not going to knock it here. But we've seen LeBron start to falter a little bit the past couple of seasons. More injuries are starting to pile up on him in ways that have never happened in his career. You know, he's recently at the Drew League out in California doing his thing, trying to really prove that he was healthy. But I don't know if we'll ever see him play a full season again and kind of carry a team to the heights that he has. He's 37. You know, he's one of the two best players of all time in the NBA. But there's limits on that. And then Anthony Davis has really struggled with injuries the past two years, and we're all very familiar with that. And it sounds like he hasn't touched a basketball in a while. That's not ideal for a team that really struggled. So if those guys are healthy, this Lakers team's going to be better. Simple as that, right? But if they're not, Russell Westbrook's not going to make up for the lack of them, certainly. And there's only one real route the Lakers have to significantly upgrade their team going into next year. There's one. And it ain't good either. And that's a trade in some capacity of Russell Westbrook for Kyrie Irving. That's going to make you better. Irving's a better basketball player than Russell Westbrook is, certainly. And I think the Lakers would love to do this, but it doesn't sound like they're willing to give up future first-round picks to make that happen. And even then, there's tons of other issues and concerns when it comes to Kyrie Irving and all that goes in with that. So this team seems like they're very much stuck next year. That's only good for New Orleans, not just for next year, but potentially in 2024 and 2025 as well. So let's get into the draft picks, what those look like coming up, and what years you really want to see the Los Angeles Lakers struggling. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. You can find all of your favorite sports events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find news and reviews of every single league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. So BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action over at BetOnline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. Summer League. Season reviews, the future draft picks, and all of that. We're covering it here Monday through Friday. Subscribe, tell a friend about the show because this team's going to be fun next season. And, of course, leave a comment down below on YouTube. The number one way to support the show and keep it free in five days a week for y'all. And today, we're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers and why you're rooting against them. If you needed another reason, maybe you just hate the Lakers because they're the Lakers. It's totally fine. But if you're a Pelicans fan, you've got a lot more incentive. And we just went over the current drama with this team but it does impact New Orleans I'm not just doing this show to laugh at the Lakers you know this is called locked on pelicans it's all got to relate back to the team in some capacity well here's how and it goes back to the Anthony Davis trade David Griffin looking back on that trade look the Lakers won a title right I'm, I'm not here to kind of relitigate this trade or argue the trade the Lakers won a title they'd make this move every single time again and again and again because they got one. And that's what matters. They probably should have had more than one based off of this trade, which maybe knocks it down a little bit. But they got one. They feel like they've won the trade. They're happy with it. And I'm sure New Orleans looking at this is also very happy with the trade because, well, it's going to keep paying off for them in the future. David Griffin essentially bet against the Lakers and their future and things falling apart. And it's starting to look really good right now. Because with all of the future draft compensation and they didn't get a pick that next year and years after that, right? Like they kicked those as far down the line as possible to try and see maybe if this team falls apart, we'll reap the benefits of it. And it actually really hinders a rebuild for them. And that's starting to happen. So in addition to getting that pick in this past draft, the 2022 draft where they drafted Dyson Daniels, The Pelicans also have a draft pick swap coming up with the Los Angeles Lakers in 2023. Essentially, what this means is, well, look at where the Lakers pick is. Look at the Pelicans pick and the Pelicans get the better of the two, the higher draft pick of the two, the one closest to number one. So even if, the you know, whatever it might be, no matter what, it means New Orleans can get the better of the two draft picks. It's a good position to be in. You know, saying New Orleans goes out and wins an NBA title and the Lakers also make the playoffs. Well, you go from having the 30th pick, even though that's not quite how it works, to having the 22nd pick. No matter what, it's better. You're going to be in the best situation of these two teams possible going into next year. And then it gets a little interesting because there's still one more draft pick owed to New Orleans. So that can occur in one of two places. And this is where that draft trade was like particularly sneaky and smart. If you look at this, it's the Pelicans can get either the Lakers 2024 draft pick or or 2025 draft pick. They can make a determination on it. If the Lakers are good in 2024, you go, no, we don't want that. We'll just take it next year, wherever that might end up. Or if the team is just outright bad and has a top three pick in 2024, they can go, okay, we're going to take it now. They get the better of the two draft picks. Uh, Or they get to choose which one it is. And you'll have kind of all the information. It's usually about a week before the draft. You need to make that sort of declaration and decision on whether you're going to keep that pick or not. It's a great position to be in because not just getting another draft pick in one of those two years. The contract situation with the Los Angeles Lakers and the current drama around them makes their future really interesting to watch. And puts the Pelicans in an enviable position based on when these guys might not be on the team anymore. Can you imagine how bad a team without this Lakers team, without LeBron James, without Anthony Davis could look, could be? Because that sounds like an atrocious NBA team and almost a number one overall pick team. Well, that actually might happen. So let's look at the contract of LeBron James and Anthony Davis coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. And today we are looking at the drama surrounding the Lakers and how it only benefits the future of the New Orleans Pelicans. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. It takes like 30 seconds, and you can now do it on Spotify. And, of course, comment down below. On YouTube. That's the number one way to help support the show. And now for your second listen, which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting the other day, July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available starting again, July 18th, run for the week, locked on NFL, wherever you get your podcast and available on YouTube. Also, host Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints also is on Locked On NFL too. So he'll be talking about all of that. Really interesting listen. So today we are talking about the Los Angeles Lakers and how bad they could be. So the Pelicans have a draft swap in 2023. You know, I don't think the Lakers will be as bad as some teams are, or some people want to make them out to be next year. They'll be good enough, particularly with health. And they're going to be probably healthier than they were this past year, though. Never know it's the great equalizer when it comes to all that. But after that is when things get dicey. 2024, 2025, that team could be atrocious. So here's why. LeBron James is just under contract through next season. After that, he might not be there. He might not be on the team in 2024 or 2025. He's out of contract. He's got one more year. If he's just like enough of this, right? Like they can't move Westbrook. I don't want to play with this dude anymore. I want to win one more title before I retire. All of that, right, is on the table. If he just bolts, well, that team's bad. seems really bad that could happen as soon as after this coming year in two years you might not see LeBron James on there if he does sign an extension what he tends to do is sign two-year extensions with a player option in the second year so maybe he signs a two-year oh it's essentially a one-year deal right he just keeps re-upping year after year to just get more money with if some injury sort of happens to him he's a player option so if he signs call it a one-year extension right for 2024 and the team's not bad that year. Well, the Pelicans can then just defer that pick to the 2025 season. And maybe he's gone then if that team wasn't good. And you're betting on them being just outright bad, which they could be. Anthony Davis, right? His contract expires after the 2024 season. He has a player option for the 24-25 year. But he probably won't take that because he'll get a big max long-term deal in you know a higher um, TV revenue market. Uh, um, league so he can earn more money there so he could walk maybe they're just like we're sick of this dude he's too injured we can't do it or if LeBron bolts and then they're just stuck with AD they let him play for one more season and then it's goodbye so that year that draft pick in the year 2025 looks really appealing given these contracts right Westbrook's an expiring deal too he's certainly never going to be back on the Lakers again even if he plays on them this coming season after that he's definitely gone And they could lose LeBron and Anthony Davis in the same year or in a two-year span. Team would be terrible in 2025. That 2025 Lakers pick looks like it'd be a number one overall pick. That's the position New Orleans could be in when it comes to this Lakers team. And David Griffin correctly betting against them. Realizing there were some faults there. That LeBron was old. That they're really cashing it in to go chase you know one title maybe two and then it's all going to fall apart and they got their title they're happy who cares but it's looking bleak for the lakers right now and that only benefits warldens really good foresight by david griffin to put in the to get the the exact picks he wanted where he thought the lakers were most vulnerable and then that option to defer the 2024 pick to 2025 just gives you more flexibility and the chance to get a really good pick that can help revitalize a team that might be expensive. And the Pelicans are going to be expensive at that point. So the option to add a top 10, top 5 guy in the draft on a cheap rookie deal in the future. Oh my God, that makes you feel so good about what this team could be, where this team could go. And we haven't even talked about the Bucks picks at that point. But everything that's going on with the Lakers... I didn't even mention it in the in the first segment, and I should have. One of the things they did is, after all, after Westbrook fired his agent, right? You get a little bit of damage control being done, and it leaks that they jumped on a conference call, LeBron, AD, and Westbrook to to you know mark their commitment to each other. When these guys look at the like, stark, I should have said this in the beginning. Look at the stark contrast between the Lakers and the Pelicans, right? In summer league, LeBron was there, Westbrook was there at the same game, and they didn't interact once. Once you had Zion fly to Vegas from Paris and go give the biggest hug ever to Brandon Ingram who looked so excited to see him. You know, the stark contrast there, right? Like the dichotomy that you're seeing from the way these two franchises are operating are very, very stark. Makes you feel much better about new Orleans, even though the Lakers got their title. That's a mess, right? Getting on a, on a conference call, you can't get on Zoom, right? You're not even in the same place where you're willing to meet in person. They had a players-only phone call before the season even started. You only do those, you only have a players-only meeting when your season's going south. You don't do that in the offseason. And that's what the Lakers just had happen. That ain't a good spot to be in at all. It's so only good for New Orleans, though, and you can bet the front office is just smiling whenever they hear those news, as you should be if you're a Pelicans fan listening to the show, smiling about what's going on with the Los Angeles Lakers and just the disaster that's unfolding there for them and how it's only going to benefit New Orleans. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow to keep the offseason talk rolling on.